0: So check it out. I did the whole show. And as I'm as I'm listening to the show, I'm listening to the rookie report like echo in my ears. I was like, stop the tape. I did not talk about Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert, bye, bye, bye. I, I am in on Khalil Herbert. He looked good, man. He looked way better than Damian Williams. And he looked like he's going to be a great like, one-two punch with David Montgomery. 97 yards. He had 80-something yards the week before. I'm in on Khalil Herbert. I was not a fan coming out of VTech, but he lands in the right situation. He looked great throughout the preseason. I think I talked about him a couple of rookie reports ago. In on Khalil Herbert. So as as you go through the show, just know I did not mention Khalil Herbert, but 100%. If there were a rookie running back that I'd want to be acquiring right now, it's people who are selling – uh, high on Khalil Herbert. They don't believe he's the, you know, they don't believe he's going to do anything in the future. Like, ah, uh, he's just a guy. I'm in on Khalil Herbert. What I've seen him do in the receiving game, in the open field, between the tackles, in, in, in on Khalil Herbert. My number one, like number one rookie dynasty buy is probably Khalil Herbert, um, outside of a couple of other guys that we'll talk about. But I just had to make that clarification, had to come making make an addendum, an amendment to the show. And let's get into the rest of it right now. What's going down everybody? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. If y'all know who it is. It's your boy Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. This is the rookie report. I needed, look, I needed like a week, two weeks to just decompress from the rookie class because outside of a handful of players, nobody was doing jack shit in this rookie class. So I just want to say welcome. Thank you for being here. If it's your first time on the channel, smash the subscribe button, hit the like. Engage with the good people in the comments, and if you are listening audio only via the podcast Destination Debbie, or you can find it on DynastyLeagueFootball.com, make sure you subscribe over there as well. But this week of the Rookie Report, we're going to do, we're going to go back in time. We're going to go look at the rookie class, the 2021 rookie class, see where these guys were ranked post-NFL draft, post-landing spot. Talk about five players we need to be acquiring and five players we need to be selling. Which players we need to be moving away from. You know, as, as I look back on my own personal rankings, the biggest admission that I want to make. The biggest, not omission, but admission that I want to make. I want to admit. Admission, admission. I want to admit. I was wrong. at the During the entire process, I had Devonta Smith ranked ahead of Jamar Chase. I had those two guys as one-two. One, two, so it wasn't like I had Jamar Chase at five, six, seven, like some other people, had him at two. But it is clear, at this point in time, the guy who was pacing with Randy Moss is one of the best wide receivers in the rookie season in NFL history, he was the clear alpha. He was the top dog. I am wrong. Now, Devonta Smith is still pacing for over a 1,000 yards, over 80 receptions. I think he's pretty damn good in a clear-cut wide receiver, two out of this class. But the offense with Jalen Hurts is definitely holding him back right now. And the connection that Joe Burrow has with Jamar Chase is undeniable. I mean, that is just like a bond. Match made in heaven. And my favorite play from Jamar Chase this season has nothing to do with him catching the ball. It was the way that he blocked for Joe Mixon on that 50-plus yard touchdown reception. Just shows you the attitude The want to, the effort, and you saw some of that speed for him to catch up and just absolutely pancake the defender uh, that was attempting to tackle Joe Mixon. So uh, we're going to dive into the database, Prospect Talk database, Jordan Backus, rising star in the analytical community. Uh, In the analytics community and fantasy football, this dude is going to be the next big thing. He's developed something fantastic over there uh, at Prospect Talk, so please support him. Support the other content creators over there, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. Get access to this dope stuff that you're about to see right now. And we're just going to blast from the past and look at these rookies uh, here, let's uh, let's let's make me a little bit smaller here. Let's uh, let's let's make that go down just a tad bit. All right, there we go. I'm in the corner. We're there, and we are going to take a look at uh, the guys' Superflex rankings that we had coming into this season. So we look back. It's Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance is the top three players um, in this uh, rookie class. Uh, with followed by Najee Harris and Jamar Chase. So let's just stop there. We have got Lawrence Fields, Lance Harris and Chase. If if we were redoing this today, in Superflex, my question is, you know, how much of an argument could be made for Najee Harris and or Jamar Chase? I mean, bumping up to one hundred two to one hundred three, right? I think we've seen we got to see a little bit of Trey Lance before the buy, and he's he's still raw. He's a he's a very very raw quarterback with all the necessary tools to be a great quarterback when it's all said and done. But he still needs some time. Kyle Shanahan needs to get it going with Trey Lance. Uh, it was his first career start, so I'm not gonna I'm not going to bash him a lot for that. He still had damn near 100 rushing yards and over you know almost 200 yards passing. Justin Fields, we've seen him uh, get the start for the Chicago Bears over the past couple of weeks. And he's promising, but not game-changing. Not game-changing yet. Can he do that? I think so. But right now, they're they're definitely protecting Justin Fields, and I think that's the right thing. Trevor Lawrence is who I want to talk about because uh, there was a lot of talk about Trevor Lawrence being a generational quarterback, being the runaway 101 and I think right now, if, if we're redoing uh, rookie mock drafts, if we're I, I still think Trevor Lawrence is the 101. I mean, he has been, despite Jacksonville's ineptitude and shout out to Jacksonville for getting a dub over Miami, you can just see it. He's going to be really, really good. I, I mean, th- he's not Lamar Jackson Konami code, but he can get you yards on the ground. He's very athletic. He's got all the arm talent in the world. I think you're looking at Justin Herbert, but not as fast as Justin Herbert did it, right? He's not going to do that this season, but there's a world in which I can see Trevor Lawrence being the top six, top five dynasty quarterback next season. He's that good. I'm just incredibly impressed with the way that T-Law is playing this year. So if we redo this, I think he's the clear-cut 101 be interesting to see where Najee Harris and his volume and workload with the Pittsburgh Steelers where he would fall and Jamar Chase uh, where those two would fall because I think there could be a case to be made if we redid this rookie mock or rookie draft, It would go Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Trevor Lawrence, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, followed by the quarterbacks, right? So the first tight end off the board, we had Kyle Pitts. I still think that's appropriate, man. He's he's going to be, it took him a while to get going, and that's what tight ends do, but you saw it versus the Jets in London, how just good he can be. Devonta Smith still getting the targets. He's, he's you know, he's had some good games. He's had some not great games, but I still think he's there. This is where it gets weird, right? Zach Wilson, Travis Etienne, Javonta Williams were next off of the board. Followed by Mac Jones, Jalen Waddell, Rondell Moore, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, Trey Sermon, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Terrace Marshall. If we're redoing this right now, there's no way on earth I'm taking. I mean, Javante Williams is probably gonna slide in right after Jamar Chase. Like, I'd I'd say at least after Kyle Pitts. He's gonna go before Devonta Smith. Javante Williams is gonna go before Devonta Smith. He's gonna go before Zach Wilson. He's good. He's really good. Like, when you're talking about top players to buy from this rookie class, if you find a willing participant, go get the thick-neck monster, Javonta Williams. That's who you want. This dude is Marshawn Lynch-esque with maybe even a little more juice than Lynch, and Lynch was juiced up. But Javonta Williams is that dude. I mean, he's my number one buy candidate right now from this rookie class. If you can get Javonta Williams, do it conversely, I will see after the bye, but it does not get easier for Zach Wilson. I'd probably pivot. You know, Zach was here. Mac is here. I would rather have Mac Jones over Zach Wilson. I just believe in New England. I believe in that system. I believe in the talent. Had a couple of conversations with some of the patrons. Would you rather Mac Jones or two first round picks, 2023, 2024, 2022, 2023, and resounding, I'd rather have Mac Jones. Then two ambiguous picks in the first rounds in 2022 and 2023, all the patrons said they'd rather have Mac Jones. So, uh, listen, we just saw Mac Jones. We saw him go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. If Nelson Aguilar catches that ball on third and three, they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Once they get him some weapons, Mac Jones is going to be really good. I'm not saying he's going to be Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance level of good. But I do have more faith in Mac Jones being a successful, consistent quarterback over the long term than I do Zach Wilson at this point in time. Uh, Jalen Waddell, it's weird. His usage, right? He's, he's commanding all these short area targets. You, we were thinking he could be Tyreek Hill. They're not using him down the field. 10 receptions, 70 yards. Uh, two touchdowns this past weekend. Uh, Jalen Waddle, fantastic. Rondell Moore, three receptions, 16 yards. Three carries, 10 yards. So still... Clearly behind A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins, and depending on the week, Christian Kirk, in the pecking order of wide receivers, but he's young. Rondell Moore's a young dude. He's just, I mean, he's just like 20 years old, 21 years old. Plenty of time to grow. I think he's somebody that you can acquire. Right now, just looking at this kind of top, I guess this would be like the top 20 players, there's no way in hell I'm drafting Trey Sermon this early. Trey Sermon was going off the board. Hell, we've got the... uh, Actually we've got ADP. Let's just switch to the ADP. Trey Sermon was coming off of the board. Oh, I think I moved all these guys, but I can look over here. Uh, he was coming off the board as the 14th player overall, 16th ADP was like 16th overall. Yeah, would not do that with uh, with Trey Sermon. We removed these old classes. This is this is all hidden. Y'all can't see this unless someone asks. Check it out, NFL football is finally... Back, baby, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Cowboys tickets or Rams tickets or Cardinals tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T I C K P I C K, is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices, For the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. Um, a player that you need to be buying, and we talked about him a lot last week, Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver from the Giants. We saw in his first drive, threw it at like three receptions, 40 yards, and he hurt his ankle. So all the talk about him, not breaking out early, not doing any of that stuff, doesn't matter. When he's on the field, he's dynamic. He looks exactly like he looked at Florida. I would be trying to acquire some Kadarius Toney. Uh, Mario Rogers, Wolf, Kellen Mond, no thank you. Terrace Marshall, another Player, sneaky, sneaky buy candidate right now. Robbie Anderson is dropping everything under the sun right now. He's not doing anything. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they got rid of him last year. I know they gave him a two-year extension. I might just be like, the hell with it. I'm done with Robbie Anderson. Terrace Marshall has not done much this season at all, which provides you an opportunity to go get a player who people aren't talking about. It was like the hype was crazy, parabolic hype during the preseason, and then he doesn't do jack shit throughout the NFL so far through six weeks, so no one's no one's thinking about Terrace Marshall. I guarantee your acquisition cost is far less than what you paid for him in the rookie draft. Be trading for Terrace Marshall. I also think Nico Collins is a player that you can go out and get The Texans are terrible. Davis Mills stinks. They will have a quarterback next year from the 2022 class. We saw Nico Collins get designated uh, off of IRR. He played this past week, caught a couple of passes. I'm in on Nico Collins. And just given Brandon Cooks' career arc, he's going to be on a new team anyway. I mean, he's getting older. Doesn't really fit the rebuild. He's already said the team is undisciplined. Let's go ahead and get uh, let's get Cooks to another team. Let's get Cooks to a contender and let Nico Collins step up and have an opportunity to play uh, that alpha role for Houston. So I would be trying to acquire some Nico Collins. Ramondre Stevenson, more and more opportunity. You see where, I, where he was ranked uh, during the pre-draft process uh, after he was selected by the Patriots. Move him up. Kenneth Gainwell, you want to be acquiring some Kenneth Gainwell. Chuba Hubbard was down here low after his landing spot in, in poor draft capital. Tommy Trimble, we're seeing him get more and more opportunities with Carolina. And Chuba Hubbard, like this is a player that I talked about on Twitter the other day. He's got an awesome opportunity to audition for a legitimate role in this Carolina offense. We're seeing Christian McCaffrey, listen, at 200 pounds, 205 pounds, he can't, he can't carry the ball. 30-plus times a game like Derrick Henry can do. They're just they're built differently, and this is an awesome opportunity. Matt Rule says they want to get back to the run. Essentially what he said is Sam Darnold is is not good, and we can't be throwing the ball over, all over the field like we have and expect to win. We're going to get back to a ground-and-pound game. Chuba Hubbard's going to be a big part of that. And if he plays well during Christian McCaffrey's three-, four-, five-week absence, when CMC comes back, he's the guy. But Chuba Hubbard can carve out a Tony Pollard esque role in that Carolina offense because I do not believe we will ever see the type of volume and opportunity that Christian McCaffrey got in 2019. They need to find a complimentary back to to spell him. They have to do that. Chuba Hubbard, great opportunity to, to do that. I would be buying Chuba Hubbard. And the other player, did I talk about Josh Palmer? Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. I talked about this with my man Kyle Yates on the Fantasy Pros Dynasty podcast that drops today or dropped yesterday when you see it, uh, when you listen to it. But Mike Williams is playing out of his mind. Keenan Allen still being real consistent. I don't know if Los Angeles resigns Mike Williams. I don't know what the long-term future is for Keenan Allen, but I do know that Josh Palmer was drafted in the third round, and I do know that he's tethered to one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and Justin Herbert. It's not going to happen for Josh Palmer here in 2021. But if you get this dude for a fourth-round pick, get him for a third, just wait. Just bank him. Put him on the taxi. Hold him on the end of your roster in Dynasty for next year. He's got a very good opportunity to potentially be the wide receiver, two on that team, tethered to Justin Herbert. So I'm all in on acquiring Josh Palmer, Nico Collins, Chuba Hubbard. You need to get those guys. Uh, Terrace Marshall, another player you need to be trying to acquire in Dynasty. And you need to be trying to get rid of uh, of Trey Sermon. Whatever you can get. For Trey Sermon at this point in time, take it. Because when Elijah Mitchell came back on the field, Trey Sermon saw two snaps, two. Kyle Shanahan hates him, doesn't like him, doesn't fit the system. I thought he ran well when he had opportunity, but they want nothing to do with Trey Sermon. It's the Elijah Mitchell show. I'm out. Trey Sermon, see you. Sell him, get rid of him while you can to a Trey Sermon truther. And the other player that I want to talk about, we need to uh, – D- Dwayne Eskridge, if you had him, I'm just done. D- 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 look at this. It won't even pull him up. That's how bad he is. He won't even pull up in the da- Dwayne Eskridge this is his profile on the database will not even pull up. Like get rid of Dwayne Eskridge. And another player that I know everyone loves, Travis Etienne. I still think Travis Etienne could be a productive player. I, I do. The issue for ETN is James Robinson is balling. He is one of the best running backs in the NFL that people just do not respect, do not give him the credit for. And I don't think we make a lot of jokes about Urban Meyer. Lab dance Urban, stressed out Urban, USC Urban. I don't think Shad Khan is going to fire him. I just don't. I, I, I think he's at least going to get another season. We've already seen Urban Meyer shy away and turn away from Carlos Hyde. He's done with that. When Etienne comes back, he's going to have a factor and a role in this, play a role in this offense. He's going to factor in. But I think Etienne is more of a problem for LaVisca Chenault than he is James Robinson. James Robinson is going to cement himself this season as one of the best running backs in football. He can do it on all three phases. He's not going to come off the field. Trust me, folks. Believe me on this one. James Robinson is not going to lose his job. And if Jacksonville is silly enough to trade him – uh then you're going to have a, a, a top back on your team. But I, I, as, as we stand today, I think they, they ride with J-Rob. They probably extend J-Rob, which means Travis Etienne is not going to have a full-time role. And when you were drafting a running back within the top eight picks, you weren't drafting a part-time player. You weren't drafting a gadget player. The, the more that we, the time goes on, it really does seem like Urban Meyer truly did want Kadarius Toney. Like that was his guy. Kadarius Tony was his guy. They said he wanted him. He was, he was heartbroken when the Giants took him right in front of Jacksonville. I, I think you're going to see Gadget Travis. And I didn't sign up for Gadget Travis. So if there are people out there that still believe in the talent, which I do, I just don't think the workload is going to be there for Travis Etienne. And if I could cash out for maybe a first-rounder in 2023, even a first-rounder in 2024, and maybe a second-rounder in 2022, I would probably consider doing that or packaging up Etienne uh, to get some draft capital. So just sort of wanted to talk about where these rookies were, uh, in relation to where we, we had them ranked pre-draft to where they are right now. Again, for me, the, the clear tier one of the rookies from the 2020 class, 2021 class, Najee Harrison, Jamar Chase, clear tier one, like that's like elite tier one. And then I've got Kyle Pitts in like tier one. And then after that, it's a smattering of, you know, uh, Devonta Smith, Javonta Williams. Uh, I love Rashad Bateman, nine rece- four receptions, 29 yards. Let's see if he can continue that momentum with Lamar Jackson. Rashad Bateman, very much on the radar. And I, I talked to this about, uh, talked to this with my boy, Jared Wackerly from the Dynasty Nerds. Never again, never again will I believe in the preseason hype because I thought by now... Elijah Moore would have over a 1,000 receiving yards, and he's done absolutely nothing. I know he's had some injuries. Jets just still look like the Jets, man. Appreciate y'all tapping in. If you enjoyed the content, you enjoyed looking at the stuff, you want to dive into that database, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. Subscribe, like, comment, engage. I'll see y'all later this week. Dynasty Trade Show times two this week. Appreciate y'all checking out the content. I'm out, man. Peace.